Drive safe, text win home with your human host, Josh Matthews. Oh yeah, that was kind of loud. <laughs> I, 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 you know what sucks is that I was, I was about to tell you again, but then I was like, oh, it's probably still quiet. Yeah. Yeah, of course, of course, it probably wasn't. Yeah, it's like a crazy like a uh, robot voice now recording. <laughs> Dude, so uh, you okay? Here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say stuff, and then I'm gonna introduce you, and then say that stuff. Okay. Okay. Cool. Hey, this is Josh from uh, Drive Safe Text When Home, and I am here with David. There we go. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and uh, I'm here with Dave. Dude. Okay. So first of all, uh, how are you? I, I'm well. How are you? Dude, I'm 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 very I'm very good. Like I, I mean, very good as yeah. I'm very good. So I'm just gonna keep it there because I am. Great. Great. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, you said right before we were doing this, uh, you said you were you. Let me finish this build. What were you building? Oh, I'm uh, building a a vocal isolation booth to record with at home. Oh, dude, that's badass. Uh, Yeah, I just um, a couple days ago, I finished the uh, PVC frame for it. Um, I just bought a few 10 foot PVCs and cut them at various lengths to connect them all and, and build a frame that's tall enough for me. And, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and then I have some uh, moving blankets that I'm using because I don't want to pay $80 for acoustic blankets. Yes. So I'm doing um, uh, a double layering with a little bit of space in between for the moving blankets. And then uh, I have some uh, <clears throat> acoustic uh, fabric that I'm going to put in between it. Oh, cool. Dude, uh, like, see, like, Danny and I were thinking about doing the exact same thing, except, like, using, like, I have this, like, little, like, indented, like, doorway. So I was, we were thinking of just plastering my wall with those fucking, like, weird egg cartons and then hanging, Mm. like, blankets in front of that and just screaming into the corner. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But, dude, like, you built a full booth. That's fucking cool. Yeah, um, it's it's pretty big, but I built it so that I can take it apart. So not all of the PVC is permanently glued together. So you can just remove it, and then I can like roll it up and take it somewhere. Oh, dude, that's super sick! <coughs> so it's yeah. it's like if you if you like like you could carry it around in your car, and if it strikes up, like you could just go record in Walmart or something. Absolutely. Assuming okay. I had a computer and a microphone and an interface. Well, you would. I mean, come on, dude. You, yeah. you're, you're a vocalist. You should I have that at all times. Yeah. I typically <laughs> drive around with, with my iMac in the backseat of my car. <laughs> I love that it's a desktop, not a fucking laptop. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. You can't do that. Excuse me. I have an isolation booth. You won't even know I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> It's all it's only like six foot eight tall and like five feet long and about <laughs> like another six feet wide. It doesn't take that much room. Dude, exactly. Come on, dude. That's I mean so- that's like that's less than a parking spot. It probably takes like one motorcycle's worth of a parking spot. <laughs> dude, that's exactly how you explain it. You're like, excuse me, this only takes one motorcycle's worth of a parking spot. <laughs> you have a giant fucking store Walmart. and then continue to record an entire album inside of walmart (laughs) imagine like you're like you're like 
talking to someone's like wait was that good okay i'll do it again <laughs> dude. So- sounds good i'll probably do that no <laughs> dude that would be so fucking awesome <laughs> but, but dude so how how have you been uh since uh not not since all the whole quarantines i, I don't even know the last time i saw you a little bit before yeah before all this started so more definitely over two months damn what fuck that that sucks Mm -hmm. but like okay so so how how has how has your quarantine been um it hasn't been so bad um i have a pretty regular job so i'm collecting unemployment oh okay although my job is in the restaurant industry so uh it's kind of like who knows when we're coming back okay so at, at this point now i'm like okay i've been sitting at home yeah i'm collecting unemployment but really i'm <laughs> i'm very bored i have nothing going on so <laughs> so building things like this is kind of you know helping me pass the time and then fixing everything around the house you know anything oh, that's kind of broken just or and if it's not broken just break it and then fix it <laughs> and then <laughs> Oh, uh, I apologize. Wait, did I uh, did I scream in your ears? I apologize. Oh no, not at all. I it's it's pretty moderate in my headphones. Oh, okay, okay, good. Okay, um, it was funny. Uh, uh, what was I gonna? Uh, damn, dude. Well, I mean, I'm glad you're breaking things and fixing them. See, you see, (laughs) dude, you're you're learning how to break things, and then you're also learning how to rebuild things, dude. You're gonna be able to do like everything after this quarantine's done. Of course, dude. See. You you knew you knew that that's okay. Uh, uh, see, I'm I'm gonna start breaking shit now, and then, like I'm not gonna be able to put it back together. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah, but you have the entire quarantine to learn how to put it back together. That's fuck. You're right, but but I can't go back in time to the beginning of the quarantine. <laughs> well, who knows how much it's probably gonna be quite some time from now. So unless oh. you need unless you need the the you know retroactive two months. Yeah, I'm an idiot, dude. So yes, I'm gonna need those two months. Oh, dude. Um. So, um. Uh. Oh, I, I actually, I, of course, of course, uh, you are a part of the band Common War, which is uh, very, very cool. Um. Yes. But first, what I want, what I want to talk about is, uh, like lepers. Uh, oh, just be okay. Yeah, of course. I know this. <laughs> probably like, if anyone wants to listen to this, they're gonna be like, "Why the fuck is he saying this first? But, um, <laughs> but I want to, I want to go where you started or, I mean, were there, were there bands before that band? Uh, many bands. Yeah. Oh, sick. Okay. Well then, um, well, we're just going to make sure those are all deleted and then, uh, Perfect. No, yeah, <laughs> but no, it's funny. Like I, I've talked to you about it before in person. I actually remember the first time I re- really remember talking to you about it was when we played the legacy room and you were there. Oh, and Chino. Yeah. Yes. And uh, I remember you bringing it up and I was like, oh, cool. And like, and like ever since then, I've like never listened to it for some reason. And I never, <laughs> I never thought about it because I knew you were in Common War and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, OK, that's him. And then so yeah, literally because we were going to do this like the other day or something like that. And then so I was like, oh, I want to listen to it. Holy fuck. That band is cool, dude. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, like, you sing too, which is fucking sick. Yeah, and, it's actually like sing, sing. Yeah, and and dude, like, fuck, man, like I'm not kidding, like that band, 
is something that I will probably currently listen to a lot now because I'm so nice. into that, like that style. Like, like do you, do you remember? Do you ever do you hear of the band Burden of a Day? Yeah, yeah. You guys reminded me of that, and I was like, holy fuck! I loved that band. So I heard that. I was like, oh, I know him. Like that's yeah. <laughs> you know. I think I think we actually had that comparison before. I feel like someone said that. It's it's been so long since that's been a band, but I do remember something like that someone telling me that before oh dude that's so <laughs> sick that's so sick dude like and then um like how did i don't know like how how long was was that band around um i want to say we went on our last tour in 2012 okay uh we were around for quite some time i started it with some some friends and roommates at the time and we kind of started a, a strange start we started as like kind of like a rock band i would say Weird. um and i actually wasn't even the vocalist um, yeah my good friend philip was the vocalist and i was just the guitarist and then we released an ep and it was very like rock i guess in the vein of like almost like a classic crime uh maybe with like Anne berlin or oh, okay. dead de- dead poetic and that that type of style Oh, cool. Um, We released an EP, and we were actually doing pretty well, playing a decent amount of shows. And then slowly but surely, you know, uh, people went back to school or, you know, moved. Philip moved to Portland. And so I became the vocalist, and then the entire band changed except for me and the drummer. We got a new guitar player, and then we were like, let's be a heavy band. (laughs) Dude, that's sick. (laughs) And we were like, well, not enough people really know this name um for us to be committed to staying you know this like rock style yeah so let's let's just do do the heavy stuff and so we did it and it it worked much better actually i feel like we went over really well in that scene wow um we were playing a lot in uh in la like local shows and like local small shows in la we played a lot of house shows and stuff but that got us a lot of decent notoriety and we had a pretty cool EP uh, recorded with Peter Swakowski. Uh, he used to be in um, Murder, Death, Kill. Oh, okay. <clears throat> uh, I don't know what happened to that guy. but uh... <laughs> I don't know either because I remember seeing his name on everything that was recorded up here. So it was weird that like when I saw that on there, I was like, where the fuck is that guy? But yeah, continue. He, yeah, we, we were based out of um, Claremont, uh, like East L.A. County. Okay. And uh, <clears throat> and he had hit us up, and I was like, oh, let's go up there. I have a bunch of friends up there. And then we found some more members that were from up there in the desert. And then we played a good amount of shows up there. Eventually, Jahia, who plays in Dying For It and Stay Wild, um, joined Like Lepers as well. Oh, no way! Yeah, he was the bass player um, for, like, our last year. What? Um, yeah whoa dude that's so cool but you know things happen people get married and decide not to play music anymore and stuff like that and we had an entire album written and ready to go and i was essentially left with just myself and a drummer and i was like i can't i can't put this together and make it happen with no musicians oh So uh, the entire album was essentially scrapped and it never got fully recorded. 
uh, Jahia and I still know a lot of the songs and can play a lot of the riffs and stuff. And it'd be fun to probably record some of it later. Oh. There's actually a band called what, what we were going to call the album, though. It was called The Order of the Wolf. Yeah. And there, yeah, there's like a band now called that. And I was like, I wonder if they saw our sticker because we made stickers for it because the album was being recorded. Yeah. And we made stickers to get like some hype and we put them everywhere. They're like all over California. Oh, and, no uh, way. <laughs> and um, yeah. And now there's a band called that. I wonder how old they are. I wonder if it's exactly like when. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so sick, dude. Like, oh, like you need to get like people together just to do that then because like did, it was a full length so was it uh was it like 12 songs or more we had uh 11 oh okay we had 11 fully written it was a concept album it was pretty good i in my opinion i mean nobody really heard it except for me and jahia and <clears throat> the other members who don't really they're, they're not really involved in the scene and play music anymore oh okay um but yeah, I definitely miss those days. It was really fun touring with that band. Um, we had a lot of like internal issues, though, when we were at home. So it was hard to keep together. Oh, like a lot of bands. That happens a lot of times, though. Yeah, exactly. That's what, I, that's what I've always heard is like usually it's internally almost. Yeah. Damn, oh, dude. Well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But dude, like I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Like, Or I mean, it's cool to hear you talk about it because like after like finally listening to it i was like what the fuck dude this is so like i i don't know i'm such a like 2006 to 8 kid so like nice <laughs> yeah yeah dude <laughs> i'm stoked that's so sick yeah i think we released that ep in 2011 um and it had like that it definitely had that vibe and we were trying to more progress to a little bit less um melodic or or less melodic in the way that we were doing it and going more of the direction of kind of like a counterparts type oh okay. hardcore mixed with that and um yeah it probably would have been great to be honest but <laughs> i guess damn we'll it. never know damn it no yes <laughs> we have to dude so you have to get people together to do that i want to hear it so bad <laughs> yeah i'm uh i'm actually glad that that we released that ep though because that ep is what got me into common war what uh, yeah, because I was on tour playing bass for Stay Wild because Jahia couldn't make it. Okay. So I was f- filling in for them. And we we did a small tour, like six or seven days, with Common War. And oh. they had their old vocalist, and they had heard that record. And they were like, this is the direction we want to go in, you know. And maybe things aren't going to work out with this vocalist. Would you like to try out? And then long story short, we came home and I tried out. And then we released uh, Possess Yourself later that year. What the fuck? (laughs) I'm pretty sure. No, I'm pretty sure we saw you on that tour. Danny and I drove out to the pit stop in Barstow. Oh, yeah. And you, it was, it was cool to see you like, do we i remember seeing you do all jahia's parts and then danny and i would help if we yeah yeah yeah. oh yeah i remember that i remember that that was a good time yeah that was that was really fun i really liked playing bass in stay wild oh dude just kick jahia out dude dude just just go play i secret i secretly slash not so secretly have always wanted to be the fourth member of stay wild by playing guitar (laughs) (laughs) secretly but not see (laughs) yeah 
dude. Well, you know what? Just just like while Nick's like play, like screaming or doing what, dude. Honestly, I feel like I wish they would let you play guitar because I would love to see Nick as a frontman would be fucking perfect. Oh yeah, I think it'd be great. Damn. But he he said like, oh, I think it's only good as a three piece, and we mm-hmm. we had that conversation already. Um, and I was like, well. I could play second guitar. <laughs> and <you> t- <laughs> Just trying to make it no matter what. That's fucking sick. Yeah. And then, you know, of course, like Jahaya's down and everyone else is like, yeah. But then Nick's like, nah. So. <laughs> and when, when you can't get three out of three. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I, because I've talked to him about like, because like, that's how I feel about my band. Like, it's just like, I feel like less cooks in the kitchen. We know what we're doing. And if someone mm-hmm. else were to come in, it's just like, I don't know. Like it might <clears throat> do something. Yeah. I've always thought, or I used to think before you guys would definitely benefit from having like a live bass player. Yeah. And I, and I know you've had people on and off, you know, be a part of the band. Yeah. But, uh, but I actually think that it, it works better the way that it is. Oh, really? yeah <laughs> oh cool yeah dude I, I i i love it too because it's it's not as of course as common as having a bass player of course but like mm-hmm. it's 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 very fun and I, you get to experiment with a lot of pedals which i love buying and yeah <laughs> um, yeah it's stupid but uh yeah dude that that's so weird about the stay wild thing that's i didn't know that yeah i mean sometimes it just works the way that it is and you know you're probably better off changing it. So who, who knows? I mean, yeah, maybe. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but dude, like, like, okay. So like with, uh, possess yourself, did you record that with Paul? Yep. Oh shit, dude. Okay. So like, cause I was going to ask because I knew, uh, speak of the devil was, uh, recorded with Paul, which is fucking stupidly cool by the way. Um, <laughs> uh, but, um, how was recording with him in general, both records actually? Um, it, it's pretty awesome paul is really cool um the guys have been in uh mike and jp they're they've both been in death by stereo for years and paul was an original member of death by stereo and so they've all known him for years and i met him when i was pretty young um okay. so we at least like knew each other a little bit and it's really really comfortable he's a really cool guy and he can make something sound great so quickly really um, yeah, and he and he's got some really great gear too, and he can just do the the slightest mix on stuff and just play it for us while we're in the room, and we're like, "Whoa, this is fantastic!" Oh, dude, that's um, that's so cool. Uh, Danny is actually on Possess Yourself. He came down and recorded with Paul. Dude, I I was so bummed that I couldn't <laughs> go. I because like when Danny was like, "Oh, I'm going down," I was like. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> like, like I love his part. I feel like it sounds yeah. so fucking cool. And we, I think we've gotten the opportunity to play it live at least twice with him. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it was so cool. Yeah. And it's, it's great. I really wish we could just do that every time, but it's, you know, have to have that. He, he's the only person who can do that part. We're not going <laughs> to have, we're not going to have some, some random person come in and, and try to try to scream like Danny yeah (laughs) that's so cool dude like and like and i totally i totally agree i feel like if anyone else were to do it it'd be like well danny did it that way so why are you doing it this way (laughs) yeah yeah exactly dude and so like 
like dude that see that's so cool to hear like because like, he seems like i mean i i've i met him when stay wilder's recording there uh like live love learn wait live fuck yeah live yes it's one of that it's, it's a combination <laughs> of those three words um <laughs> like danny and i went down and hung out with him there and like uh and i i remember talking to paul and he was just so fucking nice and it's it's so refreshing to know that like someone that's like a big deal is just not like he's just a person and I, I I just wanted to hear like your take, like how you like how you already explained, like he was oh, just yeah. really cool. Yeah, definitely. I really I really like recording with Paul. Um recording Speak of the Devil was really cool. I kinda wish we had a little bit more time. Um but he got it like we 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 had a really short period of time and he made everything still sound so great, even though we were kinda like, you know we only got this many days instead of a lot of days. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> he's, he's very, very talented. And, um, and the studio is really cool. Yes, dude. His studio is fucking awesome. Yeah. I, I, I loved, I love, it, it seems it, it has such like a homey vibe. Oh, absolutely. Dude. Ah, that's fucking sick, dude. Uh, <laughs> uh, what was it? And, and then, um, <clears throat> I know you said there were bands before, uh, before like like lippers and common mm. war but like who like who or like what record or whatever got you into music got me into music oh like, man yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, i guess that that's kind of like a complicated question um cool perfect be, be, yeah perfect <laughs> uh because i would say when i was young uh, my dad listened to a lot of like classic rock and stuff like that um so i really listened to you know the eagles and Oh hell or yeah! Or like the uh, Steve Miller band, the Beatles, Alice Cooper, stuff like just all over the map with like styles. Yeah. Um, like Led Zeppelin, Kansas, stuff like that, and that's that's how I learned how to play guitar. Was like learning that stuff, and I was like ten or eleven years old. Wow. And then um, when I actually first wanted to like get an electric guitar and start playing in a band, um, I really liked uh, Blink One Eighty Two. Of course, I feel like that's a lot of people's. Yeah, of course. Uh, er, early bands. Uh Blink 182. Um I was a big fan of like no effects. Uh a lot of like skatecore type stuff, Lagwagon, No Use for a Name. Oh, okay. Um I think I would still consider No Use for a Name one of my one of my favorite bands, actually. Nice. Um rest rest in peace, Tony Sly. But uh <clears> those <throat> those kinds of bands are what initially got me into wanting to play because I started in playing like punk bands and stuff like that okay uh i think my first punk band was like a very short-lived uh or my first band was a very short-lived like punk band when i was in high school and we just played like parties and stuff like that but then once we did that i was like hooked and just had to keep playing that's so awesome <clears throat> yeah so i've been playing for quite some time though <clears throat> i would say <laughs> damn okay well then like what how like so was your first like not not attempt i or your first uh your first thing with vocals w was with like lepers or were you doing vocals before then uh no i've actually only been in a couple bands that i haven't done vocals oh um, wow yeah so being when i was a teenager i had another like punk band that i was that that was like my 
my thing. We were called Not Amused, and we were, okay. yeah, it's just like stupid name, stupid. It's a perfect. It's band. a perfect but, name for <laughs> punk band, dude. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, we had um, we had just me, me on guitar and vocals, and then just random circulating friends uh, <laughs> on other <laughs> other instruments. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, that was ba- that was like my main thing, just singing and playing guitar. Uh, and then I didn't even start like screaming. I think I screamed for the first time in a band like maybe 2006, something Damn. like that. Yeah, something like that. <clears throat> so I was mostly just singing like all the time. And then in 2006, the whole singing and screaming thing was popular. So that was what everybody wanted in their band. So they were like, oh, can you scream and sing? (laughs) (laughs) Dude, that's sick. And like to find a person that can do both is pretty, pretty difficult, especially to that someone that can actually sing good and like have a good range of screaming. I I absolutely agree with that. Um, And it's not easy to do i mean even though i'd I'd say i can do it i'm definitely not the most talented person in that realm uh but i i can do it and even just doing it live i'm just like i'm so glad i'm in a band that just screams now (laughs) (laughs) just stick to one and i'll be fine so okay so say if you were in a band to like that okay so you said that just screams would you would it technically be easier to be in like quote unquote easier of course like to be in a Mm -hmm. band that would be straight just singing or is screaming technically quote unquote easier um i don't think either are easier necessarily okay. it's just it's just difficult to switch back and forth okay okay yeah I, mean, I would think so because like dude i always think about it in the fact that like if like a drummer or a guitarist like gets sick like they could probably like push through and play the show mm-hmm. but if the vocalist gets sick his oh, fucking yeah. his fucking body is his instrument and <laughs> his his voice like if he has a sore throat or like like phlegm in his throat constantly or something like you're fucked oh yeah and it sucks too like if you're if you're sick and you're screaming sometimes you're like oh i can use this phlegm to you know coat my voice and when i scream and it and it doesn't hurt so bad but then that always ends up biting you in the ass the next day does it really uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, absolutely. If you feel sick, you just shouldn't scream. Oh no um, way! I, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely had it where I'm on like you know day eight of twelve, and I'm like kind of sick, and I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, this should be fine. And then the re- <laughs> and then the rest of the days, you're just like constantly trying to find something to to drink or to like <laughs> stop the pain <laughs> during your set, you know. <laughs> Drinking like <laughs> hot tea while playing a hardcore. Yeah, you're show. drinking like hot tea with like some cream in it to like coat. <laughs> Dude, like I imagine like but you gotta put bar- it in like a you gotta put it in like a monster can or something so you don't look like an idiot. <laughs> Dude, it's like why does his like why did he, oh then you just cut, put it with a koozie and people think you're even more sick. Oh yeah, absolutely. Dude, like I just imagine you going up to like in a bar, you're just like. Like on tour, it's like, hey, get me a London fog, really quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, if if you know what, if a bar could make me a London fog, I would probably order one. Oh, fuck <laughs> yes, dude, those things are amazing. But <laughs> just, I, I just feel like a London fog from a bar would be fucking scary. 
Oh yeah. Uh, like, if I was at a bar, and I, I would probably just order a hot toddy if they have some hot water. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> isn't that like whiskey and? Yeah, it's like a like a hot water whiskey drink. That that like okay. Putting the word hot water in before before whiskey just makes it sound like it just <laughs> very like hot. Like I don't know. I I, yeah. I remember I had one once like before I was. I don't know. I was sick and someone said, Oh, it'll like knock you out and that'll make you feel good. And Uh like, and I was like, okay, I drank it. Didn't feel shit. And I just like, (laughs) I was just like, I just drank alcohol for like no reason. And I didn't get any side effects. I was literally, no, no. I think I just felt like fucking sick and I didn't feel tired. (laughs) Yeah. It was bullshit, dude. Um, I, I think that if you, you know, have two, that's probably, uh-huh. <laughs> but I know that if you have like a decent kind of whiskey or something like that, and then they, you know, some, some bars, they'll put other stuff in there or whatever, uh, or like even like a tea bag in there with the hot water. Oh, okay. um, and it just makes it go down really smooth. The, the bite from the whiskey doesn't hurt your throat so much like it can when you feel sick. Oh, okay. <clears throat> It'll definitely help you go to sleep. I don't recommend using that to feel tired, though. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, because that's what someone told me is like, yo, you'll you'll feel very tired after drinking. I was like, okay, because I was like, I just need to sleep and I can't. And I re- I'm pretty sure the bottle of whiskey said Stater Brothers. <laughs> and like, so I'm pretty sure it was pretty fucking bad. And, <laughs> Stater and... Brothers whiskey. <laughs> I think I swear to God, him something just, like stupid off brand. Like, um, but like, I think this, this was when I was like 19 or something like that. And I was just like, I just need to go to sleep. And somebody yeah. suggested that. I think, I think it's, I think it went into reverse osmosis at this point where it was like all the alcoholicness just evaporated out of it. So I just had a <laughs> shitty drink. <laughs> Something that has the bite from whiskey but doesn't doesn't have any alcohol would be hilarious. <laughs> exactly. You probably probably just some some really terrible whiskey is is my guess because I've had it with really good whiskey and it was probably one of the better drinks I've had. Oh really? Definitely. Uh, at the Lamp in um, in Portland, uh, that place is awesome. It's a it's the bar right next to the uh, Aladdin. Oh okay. It's like the Aladdin Theater. Uh, yeah, that was the last place I had one, and I would definitely recommend it. Oh damn! I mean, I would, I'd probably be terrified. I mean, I, I, I mean, I haven't, I, I, I haven't drank anything, <laughs> my like water or anything. I really do not drink anything <laughs> before. I've not consumed any liquid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, it's I'm fasting liquid for years. <laughs> um, but no, I, I haven't drank since bef- like five days before my twenty first birthday. And, oh wow! Yeah, because I had such a I because in my head I was like, dude, I had such a fucking bad time, and I was like, I don't. I, to me, I was like, I'm. I feel like shit. When my friend told me, he said like, oh yeah, stick your foot on the floor when you're going to bed so th- the room doesn't spin. I was like, why the fuck would I want to do this? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, now that you're a little bit older, and uh, you know, if you want to have like a nice calm drink and just have one. Uh, come on down, and I'll make you a drink. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll make you a good tasting drink that doesn't taste strong, and uh, yeah, and just hang out, dude. Like, watch, I'll get super fucked up, and I'll like be like, 
belligerent somehow. All yeah. that. I hate everyone. Like, yeah. I hope not. But... Yeah. <laughs> Dude, but uh, well, <laughs> that's awesome. I don't even know how that spawned. But uh, okay, so you, of course, you play in Common War, but you also play in. <laughs> I do. Uh, you also play in Dying for It. How did that happen? <clears throat> so Common War played a couple shows with Dying for It, um, maybe two years ago. Okay. I want to say some somewhere around there. Uh, we had had some. We we had had our first show lined up with them on like our fall tour after Possess Yourself came out, okay. and um, it ended up it didn't the show didn't fall through the show still went on but we actually uh, our our van broke down in uh-huh. Oregon as we were headed down to Reading to go play with Dying for It and so we missed the show and then we set it up uh, the next year with them and played. Uh, I think we played with them in, in like a spring, a spring tour on the way up, like at least two shows. Oh, cool! Um, and they they were really really good shows, and um, I got like really acquainted with them. And uh, Mike Teal, who was in Common War at the time, uh-huh. um, had also played with them. He had filled in on bass for Stay Wild when <laughs> when I couldn't make another <laughs> tour. <laughs> yeah. So so Mike Teal had had filled in for him and. Uh, Mike Teal had done that whole tour in Stay Wild, but it was with Pity Party and Dying for It. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, so they're all friends, and then we became well acquainted through playing shows, and uh, they had <clears throat> parted ways with their guitar player, and then on Thanksgiving yeah. of like 2018. Um, Thomas Vanderpool, the drummer for Dying For It, uh, sent me a text and was like, hey, how would you like to play guitar for Dying For It? And I was like, ha, 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 you guys live in Reading. <laughs> like, what are you... <laughs> like... <laughs> and it was kind of like, how, how would we do that? You know, you guys live eight hours north from yeah. L.A. Like, what, like I'm going to drive up there every weekend to have practice or what yeah. <laughs> um and then you know he he made some uh decent points like with logistics and how we could make it work uh and so <clears throat> he had also asked jahia to come play bass and so jahia and i drove up and um practiced with them and played uh a west coast or a california tour with them just to just to see how it would go and uh it went very well we were we all loved playing that uh um we 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 had a lot of fun on that and i was just like man i really want to be a part of this band and they were just like okay well then you are so (laughs) that's sick so we did that that tour, that little uh, California run with a um, with War, was an awesome uh, vegan straight edge band from uh, the Pacific Northwest. Okay. And um, <clears throat> we played that, and then after that, uh, Mike Teal, who was still in Common War at the time, uh, actually joined in on second guitar. And then it was like, 
more of the band actually lives close to LA versus <laughs> the people that live in Reading. <sighs> and so that, so yeah, that made it actually easier because then we could, you know, go over riffs and practice together and then just go meet up with uh, Thomas and Ricky uh, whenever we were going to play something. And then we played um, East Coast Tour last May and uh, <clears throat> another Southwest in the springtime. And then, um, yeah, everything's been going super smooth. Uh, Ricky Vanderpool, our, our vocalist, she is actually pregnant um, and she's due in what is the date today? The 14th? Uh, 11, she's due in 11 days. Whoa, dude, what the fuck? That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, so um, so that's been going on, which is, um, you know, with the quarantine, it's not like we can play or anything anyway. Exactly. Um, you know, so they got that going on, but um, <clears throat> but everything with that band is going really well. We've been uh, writing songs, putting songs together for the last few months. Uh, we have probably enough for like an EP, something like that. Cool. Dude. Like, and also, Thomas and Ricky relocated to Portland, so now we're <laughs> between Portland and LA, which sounds crazy because it's further, but it's way easier because now we just fly there. Yeah. And before you can't fly to Reading, you know. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, because it's yeah, not. You, yeah. Yeah, you can you can fly to like Oakland and then drive. I don't know, like an hour and a half to Reading. Yeah. And it was that's just not fun. So it was yeah. like okay, okay we can it actually makes it easier. Uh, so we drove out there or we flew out there and uh, played a show. And that was like the last show I played before all this shit went down. Oh, uh, we, we played at Blackwater in Portland um, in February. Dude, yeah. How, how was that show? Oh, it was great. It was uh, so... us with a uh, wake of humanity, uh, Carterize dry socket. Um, I am at a loss for who the other bands were at the moment, but it was a really, really solid show. Like a lot of people there. Uh, a lot of people showed up. It was really fun. And uh, that was our first, I guess, I guess you would consider it like our first local show as like a band that's technically kind of from Portland now. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. <laughs> that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. And okay. So since like, okay. So I don't know if it does it is like, are you like the main guitarist or do you and Mike split that role? Um, we pretty much split everything. Uh, okay. there's no, yeah, there's no like, Oh, I'm the only one that plays leads or anything like that. Okay. Plus Mike yeah. and I are really good friends. Uh, we've been friends for many, many years. Uh, <clears throat> since like, I think I met him when I was in high school oh, and, damn. Uh, yeah. And we've been, we've been friends since then. Um, and played music randomly throughout the years together. And okay. uh, <clears throat> it's, it's really great. So he's like one of my best friends and we just get to go back and forth and be like, oh, this is a cool part. You should play this or that or back and forth, you know. <clears throat> and with the new songs, we're pretty much like, oh, well, I'll write this and you'll write that. And we'll just it, it works really well. But there's definitely no like, you know, I only play this or you only play that. We even we even switch sometimes. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, we'll just be like, oh, you you should play this part tonight, and I'll play this part. 
because I wanted to try this new thing or something like that. And... <laughs> Dude, like that's that's awesome because like when I heard like it's it, when I first heard that all three of you were in it, I was like, what? Like the fuck? Like I know they're like far away, and but like it's so weird to like to know that you guys can practice that easily actually and oh yeah and knowing that like three-fifths of the band live in california and you guys are like within like two hours away of each other or something like that is yeah way super easy so like but and then does thomas like send you tracks via like dropbox or something to like say like oh i have this idea like try and write over this um yeah he pretty much uh we upload most of our stuff to a google drive that the band all everyone in the band has access to okay and um if anyone writes a riff or something like that or comes up with an idea then we all you know put it together and then turn it into uh turn it into a song of some sort and then (laughs) (laughs) ricky ricky is uh pretty prolific she writes a good amount of lyrics so we can just be like, Hey, do you have lyrics for this? And nine times out of 10, she's like, yeah. So <laughs> dude, that's awesome. So like, do you guys already have like some pretty solid demos right now? Um, so we do. And, uh, we actually played one of the new songs at our last show this year. Cool. Um, it's probably, probably going to be my favorite song. I, oh, I, sick. I don't know what it's called, so I won't say the name because I feel like I know what it's called, but I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> For but, sure. <laughs> but it's, it's definitely going to be on this new release, whatever, whatever comes out, um, whenever it comes out. Damn, dude. And then, um, <coughs> and then you guys are, are a part of Safe Inside Records, right? Correct. Dude. Uh, Thomas actually works for Safe Inside as well. Oh, no way. Yeah. Oh, dude. So, like... It, like I, I know that you have just joined the band semi recently ish, but like, how is it being on that like record label or anything? Have you have you like talked to them or anything? Uh, yeah. So, um, bringing it back to Common War, Common War played a show in Las Vegas with a really great band called Unfair Fight. I think you guys oh, uh, saw Dan just yeah. played with them before. I love that. I love Dan. <laughs> I, I love that band, but Dan is like the oh, coolest yeah. human ever. Dan, Dan is the the greatest person. He's he always tracks me down if I'm in Vegas and is just like, oh, let me buy you dinner. He's just oh, the dude. coolest guy. Yes. Um, but uh, we played a show at I think it's called the Garth. I don't think it's yes. open anymore. It's not. Uh, so um, Common War played there with uh, Bonebreaker, which is a a Safe Inside band. Oh. Okay. And uh, while we played there, Bert, the owner of Safe Inside, was there. And Common War had Possess Yourself out on CD and Bert asked if we wanted to do it on record. We tried to put, you know, put that together and get like some kind of deal, but it ended up not working out, Uh, which is, yeah, it's it's fine, though. I'm sure maybe someday we'll figure that out. But uh, we were on Irish Voodoo at the time. And uh, so I actually I think that that show was before I had ever played with Dying for it, like or even played a show with them. So oh, I think I actually met Bert from Safe Inside before I met Thomas or Ricky or oh no way know, played with Dying for It or anything like that. Wow, that's <clears throat> yeah. Um, but Safe Inside's a says pretty pretty solid label. Um, <clears throat> every everything that all, all the bands that are on Safe Inside I really enjoy. So it's really fun to get to play with like label mates and stuff like that. 
<clears throat> that's that's super cool because like I've I've of course even before before I knew of dying for it, I've always seen safe inside and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh dude, mm-hmm. that's insane. Like, and then when I found out like you were in it and then like they were on safe, it's all like what the fuck? Like this is super <laughs> sick. And then dude, that just that's really fucking cool, dude. And like and like I know you guys, I know Common War is on indecision records, right? Correct. Yeah, and like and like I know Dave, he's he's such a cool fucking dude. Oh yeah, I love Dave. He's such a nice person. He's so easy to work with, but also really efficient at what he does. Dude, like oh dude, oh hell yeah, dude. Like <laughs> and he takes cool pictures too, which is fucking sick. <laughs> oh yeah. I think Man. he's actually taking pictures of dying for it, which is funny. Like I'm playing in my other band and he's taking photos of it. And my <laughs> And and he's the label owner for the other band that I'm the vocalist for, but uh... <clears throat> dude, that's awesome because like, like I had I've I've heard of Indecision Records, but I know uh, it was like, like I remember when like Ursula first like was like the Indecision wanted to put out uh, Ursula's first record, and I was like, oh, that's fucking cool, and I remember mm-hmm. meeting Dave and everything, and he was super nice, and then uh once i left ursula and like and everything and then i randomly saw him at a show like for some reason in my head i was like okay he's like a label owner he's like really cool he's not gonna like, <laughs> give give a shit now that i'm not like, in one of the bands he's like like overseeing basically and then he like out of the show like i i didn't see him at first and he came up to me and was like yo what's up dude and, and like to me i was like whoa like <laughs> dude like you remember me like it was it was such a cool cool feeling uh yeah and he's such a such a cool fucking dude and he's like extremely down to earth like and like it's and it's not like he's like i don't know it's he's just a super fucking cool dude and it was just really cool to be able to meet him and be a part of like his his, like label for a bit and um but yeah dude i just he's such a fucking awesome dude yeah, he uh, definitely <clears throat> helped us get through uh, um, the whole production of getting "Speak of the Devil" on vinyl and getting like the the artwork screen printed onto it. So like, I was like, all stuff that I didn't even know you could like just do. And he was just <laughs> like, oh yeah, like I'll, like I'll do that. Like I'd seen it on you know cool fancy records and i was like i don't know if he could do that on our record so i yeah. asked him and it was like he was like yeah no problem and just <laughs> made it happen and then Dude. like a couple weeks later like there's our record like clear with like artwork screen printed on the backside. like definitely Dude. really cool and he's yeah. just he's just so, so nice and so easy to work with it's, it's great i really hope we can keep working with him after this uh after that release Oh heck yeah, dude! I, like, <coughs> I I definitely hope so too. And like, because I have both of the I have the red and the black one, like the the screen printed ones. Oh um, cool! And do you have it? Was there one more? Was there one that's just like plain clear? Yeah, the plain clear ones. There, uh, we sell them at shows. Oh shit! Okay, because I need to get one then. Um, oh, all right, <laughs> I, I'm that dude. Um, <laughs> you just got to have all of the variants. Yeah, I'm an idiot, dude. Like, uh. Like of sixty eight of their first record, they have like six pressings, and one just came out last week, and I bought it. And <laughs> I have seven pressings of the same record, which is like nice. I don't know. 
I, I love it. It's stupid, but like, yeah. <laughs> I, I think uh, Thomas Vanderpool is a little bit like that. Maybe not like to the extent that he buys all of them, but he's <laughs> very particular. Like, I want this one. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, and like, um, just because like I love your your vocal style in uh, Common War, uh, but like the uh, how do you, what is like your wh- who would you say is like your biggest vocal influence if anything like do you have a specific band or person or whatever well thank you first um of course. You're i you know it used to be when i was young i used to think it would be really cool to sound like keith barney keith. from from throwdown <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah um and uh yeah i was a huge throwdown fan uh, and I remember just practicing, like trying to get that, that kind of tough guy, like roar down. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I really, I really, really worked on that a lot. Um, and although I liked a lot of other band styles, that's the style I wanted to go for. Yeah. Or like, uh, um, Matt Brusso from, uh, Barrier Dead, uh, oh, okay. some, some, something like, like that is what I originally wanted to go for in, uh, like screaming style. But then, um, Oh yeah, and speaking of um uh throwdown, they're an indecision band in the early days or indecision. What? Dude, yeah. what the fuck? That's so cool. Um but uh <clears throat> later on uh we started like with Common War, one of our first things was we wanted to have a lot of like black metal influence to shine through. Yeah. And so uh I had already listened to, you know, all the classic, you know fucking dark funeral type black okay. black metal and, and black and stuff but i really wanted to go for like that kind of black metal scream that uh trevor sternan does from uh uh what is his band called <coughs> oh no i can't remember his band <laughs> um <laughs> it's like I, the I... most famous metal band that i can <laughs> that's just gonna sound really stupid when i'm when i remember it's not is it it's not the Black Dahlia murder, is it? It, it is Black Dahlia murder. Okay, <laughs> okay, because like I don't know that band at all, but I was like, that has to be it. Yeah, I was like, why? Why can I remember? <laughs> why can I remember his name, but not his band's name? It's like his band is insanely famous. <laughs> it's like when you know someone asks you who Michael Jackson is, and you're like, oh yeah, I know that guy. His Jack Michelson. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, so Black Dolly Murder, he he has you know he's really well known for those uh, back and forth between like a high and a low. Okay. And so I remember thinking that like if I can do something like that or like my own version of that, that that would sound sound good for Common War. Um, <clears throat> Lately, live, I do a lot more highs. Uh-huh. Uh, I can't necessarily say who uh, who I think I'm... Like, I'm not necessarily trying to emulate anybody, but, like, who yeah. I, like, practice to. Like, what yeah. style of vocals I practice to. Um, but <clears throat> I definitely like that blackened death metal type vocal where it's, like, just, like, a high, high fast, clean vocal. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. 
dude no like that's awesome because i remember when i'm pretty like at that same legacy a room show i'm pretty sure you were talking about like i think you were you were in common war at that point right yeah i think so when was that show uh it was a time uh at <laughs> <that> a time <laughs> i'm pretty sure you were yeah because you had demos and oh okay oh so it was probably when i first joined then okay yeah okay then yeah perfect it was it was funny because i loved hearing you say like yeah and like oh, on this part i really wanted to go like death metal and you were like yeah like, it was like, it was so, like whatever you did was so fucking funny dude and like <laughs> but it was it was something where you were like yeah i really want to go for like some like weird death metal shit and like and i was like oh that's fucking perfect dude and like <laughs> i think um i think it's funny that one of the vocalists that i really uh enjoy i don't know exactly how to say her name okay uh she's belgian her name's uh caro tang okay from uh oathbreaker oh yeah uh yeah and obviously she has a higher register than i do but Mm -hmm. um i whenever i hear her voice i like to go for that style hell yeah dude i know that band because i don't know why but i was we were down the hill i rode in your car with you somewhere and you showed me that record. I think it's like one, it looks like someone's covered in a sheet or something like that. Oh, um, Rhea. Yeah. The newer, it's the last full length they put out. Yeah. And like, and I was like, whoa, this is fucking ridiculous because you were like, dude, this is the band I have. This is the one I've been listening to forever. Like, or like yeah. this record. And yeah, I saw them at Bridgetown. Um, what? yeah it's what? funny like because oh now now they're like there's no way they would play a like little tiny venue like that but i remember yeah. seeing them in like 2016 or something like that at bridgetown what the fuck that's insane they had, yeah they had a record called eros anteros is their second record on death wish oh and nice. uh yeah it was really really good but wait, uh <clears throat> insane like Wait, hold on. Sorry, sorry, sorry for inter- interrupting, but it was just crazy to think a Death Wish band played through Bridgetown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, continue. Sorry. <laughs> but uh, there are other bands too, like um, Young and in the Way. I know they're like they had like some controversy, so whatever. Yeah. But but I did enjoy them a lot, and uh, their Hell vocalist, yeah. uh, I think his name's Cable or Cabal, Lyle, something like that. <laughs> Yeah, he has a complicated name too, and I think they're <laughs> dating him. Him and the him and uh, Carol from Oathbreaker are like together or something. Oh, they had to because of their names. Yeah, because sense. their names. It's like yeah. yeah, you guys have both have names nobody knows how to say. So, <laughs> so get together, get married, and have a kid, and name it, you know, Uskardov. <laughs> so that <laughs> that's the first name. <laughs> yeah, first name Uskardov, last name Troy. <laughs> The middle, the middle name is just a car sound. Yeah. <laughs> the middle name is just the AOL sign-in sound. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, that's awesome, dude! Imagine, like, it, what when when they when they have licenses or licensees, license eyes, or whatever. How do you pronounce it? Uh, but no, like, once they have sounds, that's gonna be the best middle. Name. <laughs> <laughs> that, that has to be something. Uh, that'd be good. <laughs> oh my god, dude, that's so fucking awesome. 
but it, wow, I, I just can't believe you saw. So you saw <clears throat> Youngin in the Way and Oathbreaker at the same show? No, Youngin in the Way didn't play that show, but I oh, did okay. see them, uh, I think that year as well. Uh, but Oathbreaker, I can't remember. It, it was, uh, you know, a lot of bands that wanted to sound like Oathbreaker and Oathbreaker. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's, dude, that's, that's nuts. Like, I don't know. I'm like, still fucking blowing my mind. But um, so the way, like, the way I usually like to, like, end these now i figured it out a couple of days like i'm not, I'm not saying like we're ending it but we're ending yeah. it right. um but like uh, <laughs> but no i i wanted to, i've been i want i always want to know uh everyone's like i want to know what your best and your worst show you have ever played best and worst show i've ever played yes and if it's the same show that's perfect you can do a two for one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man Worst show I ever played is probably pretty difficult to find. I've played a lot of bad shows. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'll say, okay, worst show I've ever played is probably tied for two things. Okay. Um, one would be I played a, um, a talent show for my high school. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was a guitar player in a band, had practiced two songs um, perfectly, like had just practiced them all the way, like just until I was just really, really on with yeah. them. Um, they were uh, Sugar by System of a Down. No, wow. And uh, My Own Summer by uh, Deftones. Oh, okay. Uh, I, saw, I think that song's also called Shove It. Oh, okay, um, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so uh, I had practiced those songs, and we didn't have a lot of time to practice together, but everybody was supposed to learn the song to the same tempo of the song, and then we were going to get together and play it. Yeah. So we got together and played it uh, before at my house, and I was like, okay, everybody just, you know, we all have to make sure that we're all following... Uh, I can't remember the drummer's name. So some guy I haven't talked to since high school. But... <laughs> because of this show. <laughs> <laughs> because of this show, yeah. Um, well, I got to make sure we're following him and, you know, all that stuff. So we get on and it's just basically like nobody can hear each other. Yeah. <laughs> because we're just on like a really big open stage with like small amps. <laughs> and uh, the other guy playing guitar didn't learn the song. And so... <laughs> So we played and it was, it was, uh, there weren't that many people in there, probably like 25, 30 people. It could have been much worse. Yeah. Um, and it was basically just me playing the song to the drummer and who was playing like a little bit fast and the, (laughs) the bass, the bass player playing the song, the riff of the song, like the fastest you could imagine anybody playing. (laughs) Like no, no way would anyone ever play this tempo of this song. And then the guitar player just like kind of playing the wrong notes here and there, but just kind of like walking around and the vocalist who also couldn't hear anything, literally just screaming. Yeah. Yeah. Just over and over. And it just couldn't wait for it to end. Um, and that was just horrifying, mortifying, really. 
Uh, <laughs> Holy shit, dude, that's awesome. <laughs> Um, and then of course they're, you know, the, the judges were a combination of like people like adults that were, that worked in the office and then like kids, like other students that were my peers and (laughs) a part of, (laughs) and they're, they're, you know, a part of the, the student council or whatever, whatever they are. Um, and so now I have to like live with them knowing that I played in this (laughs) band and I just, I felt like to those people, I could like never live it down. Um, uh, yeah. I'm sorry, just, that's the best, dude. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm crying, dude. It's it was, so it was absolutely horrible. Uh, I Obviously, out of everybody in that group, I'm the only one who plays music anymore. <laughs> like... <laughs> <clears throat> that changed their path man but, yeah um and okay so that is t- so I, I i won't really count that i'll say that's definitely like one of the worst things i've ever played okay. but if you're talking about like you know a real show where like you're you know like in a band and you're on tour or something like that okay um like lepers actually played a show in um somewhere in uh, between like washington on like the border of uh washington and idaho okay like washington idaho oregon somewhere like that area I can't really remember the city, but um, we played a show there, and in the middle of our show, a fight started uh, while we were playing, and we had like a lot of like you know breakdowns and stuff, so people would always hardcore dance and everything like that. Yeah. <clears throat> and so uh, a fight starts in the middle of our set, and we s- stop the fight, and I tell everybody, you know, like if you're gonna fight, we're not gonna play, and so they stop stop fighting for the the moment we get like two songs after that and uh this kid is just like going nuts he's just face moshing everybody uh punching people all over the place he hits our guitar player isaiah isaiah falls down to the ground knocks over uh the drum cymbals like pretty much all of the cymbals just collapse like like dominoes they just knock over and all the cymbals fall down <laughs> <laughs> Um, our bass player who is just kind of like rocking out and getting into it literally barely notices so he's still just playing <laughs> 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 and um, I'm just like what the hell like everybody you know like obviously we had to like stop and I go to uh, I, I go to like tell everybody like alright well this shit's over and as I'm walking up, I step on the mic cable and the mic pulls out of the cable and hits me right in the face, like oh. right, like right in front of everybody. And so everybody's just like kind of like laughing, kind of like, oh, but and I was just like, oh, my God, this is the most embarrassing situation I've ever <laughs> been in. Oh, that sucks. Like, I, I hate to like say that I like <laughs> threw through somebody's gear or something like that but i definitely threw that microphone down at the ground and was just like <laughs> fuck this place let's get out of here <laughs> oh fuck that sucks dude yeah <laughs> yeah 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 we, we, we had a similar show with like lepers when we were a rock band at, at the slide bar where almost exactly the same thing happened and pretty much <laughs> my, my amp fell over the drums fell over and everything like that so that's usually what i think about when it comes to like crap shows but <laughs> my tune my tuner broke it was a whole <laughs> a whole thing 
Dude, what the fuck? I'm, <laughs> like at this point, I'm so. Oh fuck! I was about to say, I'm so glad you're not playing guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, dude! That's fucking insane. That's. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's. So but, funny. Well, um, then, uh, <clears throat> best show though. So good, good note. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would probably say I've had a lot of like really great shows because like i love playing music yeah um probably say common war playing the last day of punk rock bowling at beauty bar in las vegas whoa that's fucking awesome uh we played and it was just like one of those days where it's just like you you own the crowd everybody listens to everything you say and everybody got into every um it was great. It was, however, like 100 degrees at like 11 p.m. outside. Oh, what? <laughs> so that, that was kind of kind of gnarly. But uh, but yeah, that show, I just remember after that show, I was just like like that. The feeling that I had after that show, like it stuck with me for weeks. Oh, dude, that's so cool. It was it was really good. Oh, fuck, dude, that that sounds. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm like my. I'm smiling so big because I'm so stoked <laughs> on that. That's so fucking cool. Yeah, it was, it was it was a really good time. Um, I really hope to play a show like that someday soon. I mean, I know I will. I know I will eventually, but just you know, something. But Ex- dude, of course, and especially to that caliber would be fucking amazing. Oh yeah, and at that point, Common War, you know, we we already had like a record out. Uh, but we just hadn't played like a lot of like packed shows. Yeah. And so playing that show was just like phenomenal. Like just like packed to the brim with people and everybody was into it. There was no fighting or nonsense and it was great. It was a great show. Dude, God, that's it. That sounds so, (laughs) God, that sounds so fucking cool, man. It was really cool. Damn. Oh, like, ah, Man, okay, see, like to me at that at this point, I feel like that's the perfect place to end it because like you ended on the biggest note ever. I kind of wish you would have <laughs> ended on the worst shows because it would have been because <laughs> that no. would have been hilarious. Yes, yeah. dude, I'm terrible. Like I'm terrible. That that just sounded is I can't eat like <laughs> that's so fucking awesome. But uh but yeah, dude, um so what I've asked everyone, which I feel like is now what I have to do just because I feel like it's kind of weird and pointless to do at this point mm-hmm. but i'm still gonna ask it is that do you have anything to plug plug <laughs> <laughs> because there's no Talk. shows or tours coming up no shows no tours common war is working on new material Hell dying yeah. for it is also working on new material um yeah. i mean we'll pretty much see where that goes mm-hmm. uh the common war stuff we've got some new merch coming out in like a short while oh cool <clears throat> just to try to you know keep things moving while everybody's just kind of sitting at home yeah exactly dude and fuck then, yeah i can't wait for that then yeah so uh when everything gets back to normal though definitely uh definitely going to be playing shows everybody so oh, it'll be exciting um and then we should both have some kind of new release from both bands fuck yeah dude yes holy shit that's so fucking cool <clears throat> i think yeah. so hell yeah (laughs) well then um okay well then you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna say like this little fake goodbye and then i'm gonna talk to you right after this okay sounds great okay hello and goodbye goodbye oh okay and now 
See, of course, now I forgot to type in what to end it. So now it's going to be awkwardly long right now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, okay, now goodbye. All right, goodbye. <laughs> hey, so I was just talking to my friend David. You just heard that. And it was very, very fun. Again, too much fun. <laughs> I'm going to say that every single time. And I feel like people are going to be like, oh, I bet he's going to say he had too much fun. Um, but I did. And just because, uh, again, David's another one of my good friends that I haven't really gotten to know. And I've wanted to like get to know him. And, of course, this whole quarantine shit is perfect to do that. But, like, if anything, like, it was funny that I, I love that I started off with Like Lepers, his older band, just because I listened to it a couple days before. And it just, fuck, that band is so sick. I mean, I, I love that type of music. And, like, if you haven't, go listen to them. And also, Please, please go listen to Common War and Dying For It. Both of them are fucking ridiculous. Like, it's it's insane. So, I I can't wait till their, their their new stuff comes out, whenever that may be. And I'm I'm just excited because my friends are doing something super fucking cool. And it's it's such a really cool thing to see slash hear when everything's done. And I don't know. All my friends are super awesome, and I fucking love them. And I'm so glad david was able to come on and just talk to me and and again we talked like for like another half an hour after we got off, we turned off the podcast and i don't know it's just really cool to like be able to talk to him like it's it's to that point where i never knew i could actually talk to them like that where i could just like just have an open dialogue and just be like hey like how did like i was just talking to david about how do you ship merch and all this stuff i've and like it's something little yes it still pertains to bands but it's still a small thing that i never thought i could talk to someone about like it like i don't know it's it's very weird and i hope you understand uh, me saying that but like anyways it was very very fun so thank you david for coming on it was so much fun and uh i hope everyone that's listening to this is having a good day night everything else besides night and day uh afternoon I don't know if that works, but if it if it does, I hope it does. And at this point, I don't think anyone's listening. So <laughs> to this to this ending, I mean, I mean the podcast everyone listens to. Okay, I'm sorry, that's really dumb. But seriously, have a uh, a good day slash night, and I will see you on the next one. Bye. Sorry, I keep doing that at the end all the time, and I don't know if it, it's kind of weird, but bye.